0: Welcome to KFPL Weekly with me, Jupiter, a.k.a. Fifth Planet Keyforge from Manlius, New York. I have with me my co-host.
1: Hey guys, it's Draskor.
0: Alright, so this week is a special kind of episode as uh, we no longer have a top ten to do, right? Because we ran out of houses. Kind of, sort of. (laughs) But wait, there's more. (laughs) 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 Now we have dark tidings looming, uh, looming. and uh, normally I don't go through spoilers, but Draskor... Made me do it, so
1: I it, wanted to so badly. So,
0: so he wanted to do it so badly that he got me to go through. So, what we decided to do is we're gonna go through here and we're gonna give you twenty cards that we think are kind of interesting or could be uh, meta-defining, like and you know, powerful in the upcoming set. Um, so um, we are not doing repeated cards like phase shifts and things like that. We know they're there. We know that with the power they have, but we want to talk specifically about brand new cards. But before we get into that, mm. let's talk about a brand new way to play.
1: Yeah, yeah. This is so. This is interesting. This this surprised me. I wasn't expecting it. This Keyforge Adventures, which I guess for now is a print and play cooperative way to play Keyforge with. I don't know, some number of friends or solo, uh, which is, uh, I don't know, interesting, I guess. I'm not a huge co-op player myself, but um, Fantasy Flight's got a lot of co-op games that are well-liked, and I got decks, so... This might be a new I'm gonna way. to
0: try it. This might be a new way to play with your daughters and have fun, because instead of playing this against, you get you get to play together. And then, you know, you do the whole like, you know, butt whoopings and teach them how to lose. And then you go, "Hey, let's play some together, and we can win." Of course, they've been mm-hmm. they, they've been whooping your butt lately, from what I've heard. So there's some uh, of that for sure <laughs> happening. That is for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but with all that said, um, I do know that we talked to uh, the one and only balance sheet for burn the stockpiles, which is being edited right now. Um, and he did mention that he has some art coming out in this uh, adventure as well. Ooh. So um we didn't nice. get, we didn't get no tips or what it would be or this yeah. but he did say that he did get to work on it. So I don't know how, nice. what, what that means or how what, it, what comes of that, but uh that excites me because Balance Sheet yeah. is my favorite KeyForge artist. So Yeah, he's um, very good. It was really cool to now, talk. Are you to. do you play much co-op stuff at all? I would say the only co-op I've ever played is Legendary Okay. Um, and uh, it was fun, and I played with my kids for a bit, but then it, it just gets kind of old because it feels mm-hmm. re- repetitive. So I'm still more of a KeyForge, like, let's play competitive KeyForge kind of guy yeah. than I am a, a co-op game. But I will try the co-op game. If my kids like it, I'll play it for sure. Um, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, it could be a fun way to break the time in between rounds, you know? So, sure. Depending on how fast it goes. But uh, right now, I'm not sure exactly what the... The, you know the prospects are for it and stuff um, it doesn't look like it would be hard to beat the Kraken like uh, somebody was like yeah all of Relentless Assault or well, uh, maybe, I mean, Into the Fray or, I
1: mean implosion I mean I assume there's going to be ways to like not just kill him with a single card right like there's supposedly a deck he can supposedly spend Ember to do stuff so I, I don't know so uh, now, I don't know. So, so now we're attacking.
0: So now we're attacking a body and not winning by creating amber. That seems anti-keyforge.
1: I don't know. It's weird, right? Because it is odd, right? Because I guess you can use ember to reduce his armor. It, it's yeah. It's just a very different thing. Um, I guess we'll just have to wait to see. Like uh, yeah, it's kind of like yeah.
0: when you're when you're trying to predict a new meta, right? Like we're gonna say sure. we're gonna say what we say today, but uh, in the end. Uh, you know, you have to play it like you have to see it. Right. So
1: you could be um, very wrong.
0: You could be, you could be absolutely wrong.
1: All right. So the other thing I'm, I guess last point, the other thing I'm curious to see is if it's popular enough, will this create like, will certain decks that nobody cares about today suddenly be interesting for this co-op game? I I don't know. Like, will the hard mode be super hard and you got to chase like really powerful decks to go after hard mode, I don't know. Maybe.
0: I don't think that will be the case, but we'll, no, we'll see. <laughs> no, <Nah>, because it's, <laughs> we'll a mu- see. it's multiplayer, so it's like it really is just gonna depend on what all the decks are doing and if they're lining up in the same pool kind of thing. But sure. I don't know. I, I, sure. I can't speculate because I have no clue how it's gonna work. I right? don't either. But so, it makes it fun to speculate. <laughs> but so speculation. Let's talk about that. Let's get into these new dark tiding cards, all right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'll go first. And uh, the first card that's really, really game changing and will forever be etched in the memory of people in Keyforge for Dark Tidings is the Tide Counter. <laughs> mm. So this is the new dynamic, right? This is all we're getting. This is like the new okay. dynamic. Uh, wait, wait. I was like, wait, what card? Oh, you mean actually the Tide. <laughs> the Tide. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Figure figured I'd start with the basics, right? This card is absolutely game-changing, right? Because now we have High Tide, Low Tide, and we have chains that come with it, right? Um, and this affects a lot of the cards that we're going to talk about today. So um, this is my cheap way in to let Draskor actually go first so um but at the same time this is a very crucial card um it is going to be important uh, as it changes the, uh, the some of the mechanics in the game so um,
1: uh, i literally did control f on counter <laughs> When you said it, I was like, wait, I don't remember that one. The, the Tide. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, yes, the Tide.
0: All right, so I got him. So there we go, burned him already. So that's All a, right. That doesn't count as my one of my ones. Oh, that but, doesn't count?
1: No. Well, it's the zeroth card in the set, right? It's it's right. number zero, zero, zero. That was your zeroth pick.
0: Yeah, my zeroth pick. But that is a card Perfect. that is, is interesting. Um, also, the new format, right? They have a new um, uh, key card like the, the, the card that has all the cards on it, it's actually sideways now, like in a PowerPoint-like looking found. Yeah, And, and it's like yeah. all, all 12 cards are now lined up in each house's column, and then you have the little QR up to the top right. Um, I kind of like it. Like, I think that's actually better for, like, when you're doing your two-minute review. Like, it's just a little bit easier to look at um, and a little bit faster. Yeah. Um, so I, th- I think it's going to be good. I haven't seen an English one yet, so I have to kind of see how the layout is, but I, I'm I'm assuming that it's going to be really easy to pick things out because I can get lost on the old one a little bit sometimes when you're like bouncing around trying to figure stuff out here. It's like everything is in, in nice l- order. Like my OCD is very happy with it. So, mm-hmm. um, and I think it's neat. But another thing that I've learned is that they actually have key- keyword cards that come with every deck now too. Did you hear about that? No, actually, that I didn't
1: hear. What, what's yeah, that? Yeah,
0: it's an extra card that comes with your deck now that basically tells you all the keywords in your in your deck. So if you have like skirmish, taunt, whatever, it gives you all the definitions of every one of those keywords so that when you're playing, you have like a list right there and you can kind of just look at your list and read your list for what each thing does or is and uh, you have a very oh. definitive ruling on it. So uh, Wait,
1: so is that... Procedurally generated, like I don't have skirmish, so skirmish doesn't appear. But I have. Right.
0: That's what I think. That's interesting. What, that's, that's what people have told huh. me. So, but I don't know. It could be. Huh. I, we, I've only seen one, so I can't speak with certainty. But there is a card that gives you like, and the one that I saw was not like all of the keywords. It was keywords that looked like they were in the deck that it was with. So, um, huh. yeah. So that's kind of neat. Like, um, so th- now that we've talked
1: about all the basic cards, let's get to some real well, cards. So, so I, I want. I have one more comment on oh, the, yeah. on that landscape archon yeah. card so so i i think it's it's a minor improvement i think mm-hmm. uh not not a huge deal except the thing that excites me about it is the fact they would go through the effort to make that minor improvement means to me they are iterating and continually trying to improve the game continually trying to improve just little things right they're they're not just oh how do we hammer out another set they're really trying to refine it that's what it says to me I, I, I think I, it's really cool
0: I was able in my burn the Stockpiles episode that will be out soon this week you should go listen to it if you haven't listened to it mm-hmm. it's a vod not a podcast so you have to go to, uh, oh, to YouTube. Okay. Yep, to go yep 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 but like on screen I did I did put I did put Steve uh who is balance sheet under a little bit of scrutiny when I said so how do you feel about the state of the game because so many doomsayers etc and I asked him that question you know, him being an artist I'm like how do you feel and he said that all is well with uh, Keyforge. That he has no doubt that uh, it is moving forward and it has no Sweet. like
1: no 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 <laughs> And they're paying him right to to do stuff right to make art. They're, yeah, so they're that's still what I'm paying saying, him. Yeah, he's he's on the
0: commission, <laughs> still getting paid
1: to do art. So like uh, uh-huh.
0: he says that's he, good. From, from what he knows, uh, as far as he knows, like um everything is going well. And uh, I, I I was very happy that he was like cool enough to say that because you know me i've been on that wagon since day one i'm like it's their ip it's their thing and everything he said was exactly what i said so it made me even better feel better about it because like uh it's like it's their ip they have not the cost of them making this game is so cheap compared to anything else that they do like um and it's they know how popular it is that was the big thing Mm -hmm. he said he said they know how popular this game is so therefore they will are working on it so that brings me hope. Um, I don't know if we'll get that client ever, but um, I'm hoping. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. But with all that said, all this sidebar and start sidetracking, we're at that ten minute. Like, let's get into this. Mark, like we Do always it. are. Like we have a pretty good rhythm here. <laughs> but um, I'll let you go first. What's the first card all you're gonna right. bring? What house and what card?
1: So, so um, the first card I'm gonna bring is actually a set of cards. There's some special cards, linked oh, rarity, oh, and it, it this is. is a, this is a logos card, isn't it? <laughs> it's totally a logos card. This just <laughs> caught my eye because it's so bonkers, right? It is. So we have got Doctor Verculter, the roof laboratory, the reckless experiment, and the groundbreaking discovery. So, all right, what are what are all these cards? No, nobody has memorized any of these stuff yet. Okay, so uh, the good Doctor Verkulter or something. Right, that might change right when we get to see an English version of this card yeah. uh, he's two power he's elusive and uh, he says reap put an upgrade or action card from your discard pile on top of your deck okay all right that that's okay um, not not amazing uh, but wait there's more so roof laboratory well that's a location that's an artifact each friendly scientist creature enters play ready okay. Right? So now Dr. Volker interplays ready, along with all the other super powerful scientist cards you have. So that seems pretty crazy. What else we got here? Okay, Reckless Experiment. It's an upgrade. Gives you an ember when you play it. This creature gains. Reap. Play the top card of your deck. Okay, so now I'm taking a card, putting it on top of my deck. Now I'm reaping, maybe with the same dude. I'm playing that card. And then, finally, Groundbreaking Discovery uh, with some nice explosion artwork. Uh, Gives you an Ember Pip to play it. It's an action card. Play. If you control Dr. Volker, Roof Laboratory, and Reckless Experiment, destroy each card in play. Unforge an opponent's key and purge Groundbreaking Discovery. Like, unforge an opponent's key? Like, they don't get Ember? Like, you... And you just... You just purge the Discovery? Like, you still have all those other crazy cool cards? That's... I don't know. This seems pretty outrageous. Now, it's rare right? All rings, rare, is rare, but, wow. That, I want a deck with this. I think that's your, I want to have fun,
0: uh, going off, because it's definitely (laughs) a fun combo. I don't, Uh I I don't personally think that it's going to ever be over-effective, um,
1: but, yeah, I mean, you need, you, you need a lot of archiving, you need a lot of drawing, you need some way to make this happen, right? If you've got no speed, then these, these four cards are not coming together. Yeah. But, but, maybe you do. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I, I'm the doubter on that, but uh, I do see the potential FUD factor in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so, when you have FUD factors, like things are okay. Um, and, I mean, I could get behind it. Hopefully it'll, yeah. it'll go well.
1: And I guess I should say, right, so I, I definitely approach this list as things I'm most excited about. And often, what I'm most excited about is also really good, but not 100% of the time, or... or I'm not sure yet. I, I'm not sure yet if this is going to be amazing, but it seems like it has a lot of potential The right decks. I totally got to get a deck or two with this.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that they'll be around as well. Um, and I'm stalling because I'm looking for a two-card set of my own that I liked. Ooh. Um, and I can't find the people that it is so this is making me mm-hmm. mad because i want to be able to read them so but i guess what? so I, I guess what i can do is i can i can sidetrack this one for a second and i can go um i can say well first of all like who what like this is a question i meant to ask before we actually started and i forgot sure, right? sure sure but like uh so who what do you think the the, the house order is in this set? like uh do you, how do you feel about like uh Who's the strongest and who's the weakest? If you had to put them in order oh, right, right right now.
1: God. Okay. Yeah. Which which I I don't know that I was fully considering as I was going through but I mean Logos seems like it's got to be number 1. Yeah. Um I agree. I, I agree with. I'm, I I agree,
0: yeah. I agree with logos number one, but I don't think it's like hands down number one. I think it, it, I think well, that's not true. It's pretty hands down number one. Um, I think it's it's definitely the best of the set. It has a
1: lot of things going uh, for it, but um, a lot of good stuff. But and a lot of good reprints. I mean, yeah. I didn't pay super super close attention to all of the reprints, but uh, it's just a uh, there's a lot of good ones in logos.
0: Yeah, and a lot of the new cards are amazing as
1: well. So uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh so what's number 2? I I don't know if it's actually number 2, but I, I mean it's just my excitement about it. Uh I'm going to say unfathomable. I
0: agree with um, that. No, I agree yeah. with that 100%. There
1: there is just so many really cool cards uh that we're going to talk about. Uh yeah, I got to say that's number 2. Mm-hmm. Um number 3. Um I don't know. Let's see here. I so I don't think it's Sanctum. I'm just scrolling down. Sanctum, I don't know. Sanctum has all this interesting adjacency stuff, which I think is going to be really hit or miss. Like, I think in some decks it's going to be really cool and really good, but like other decks it's not. But they did get some good reprints, so Sanctum somewhere in the I middle do, for me. I,
0: I do think I do think that all the houses will have like nice, like nice sets, right? But I think some mm-hmm. are just a lot worse than others. Yeah, um, I think
1: saurians didn't seem spectacular though they're, there's some good cards they're, they're um,
0: to me i think that uh saurian is the worst set like it I, could be it, i think it it's could hands be. down the worst because they took away all the ludos and the things that protect their amber um, uh, like and, and so now like you're really gambling with putting amber on stuff they do have uh, a card called I'll, I'll do my first card my first card is called bury the riches or bury yeah. bury, bury riches yeah. um that is uh-huh. the card that is the card that the saurians have that will um allow them to be credible um, if they don't you don't have berry riches in your deck I don't know how good saurian can be um, if the tide is high move one amber from each creature to its controllers pool otherwise raise the tide so this is a card that allows them to like basically unload the amber that they are uh, loading on them and I think that without this card uh, saurian is really sketchy like um, because you're gonna be loading up a bunch of amber for people to kill and come back and get it so I will say berry riches will be my first uh, my first card that I say I think is important. And I think it's the the, yeah. be- the best Sorian card by a lot. So um
1: and So I I, I agree. I, I so you know, we said we put a list together, so I listed twenty here so we don't do doubles. This was the one Sorian card that was on my list.
0: Yeah, I'm not uh, going back to Sorian. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. It uh I it s- it, s- it, s- it it seems like it could be very good. I right? S- and and It can raise the tide, too, which seems pretty, you know, like an important thing in this set. So uh, it's got a little bit of versatility. So, So I'm assuming
0: when you have a card that raises the tide, you don't have to pay the chains for it. I know. Uh, I, uh, I, yes, yes, I, yes, yes. I assume that's correct. Yeah. Otherwise, so so so, so that's why oh, I also got to change my picks. <laughs> yeah. So that's. I mean, that's the big reason why I think that raising tide cards can actually be pretty good because that it mm. it's allowing you to do things. But on the uh, yeah. on the scope of raising tides, uh, being on the low end of the tide could be pretty dangerous too. So, like, because um, your opponent's getting better, but there are cards that uh, we'll talk about later that uh, could be affecting that. So. Yeah.
1: um So, all right. So, all right. If we say Saurian is last house, I think just slightly above it is Shadows. I agree. I don't think 100%, Shadows is that great. hundred yeah. yeah. percent. Yeah. Right above,
0: and for me, right above that is, I, is Sanctum.
1: So, I might even put Shadows below Saurian. There's just so many puny guys that don't do much. Uh, like at least shadows at still, least Saurian has some beef to it.
0: Yeah, but shadows still has sh- like shadowy things that are happening that can change the game up here and there, like with their steel and stuff. Where, yeah. Whereas, like I said, like they're just a big mana, ba- like they're a big amber battery, and I, I'm really mm-hmm. scared. I'm really scared of that. Like I'm really not a fan of the idea that. Uh, you're gonna be loading up amber on all your dinos, and then like your opponent is just gonna collect that amber when it when it, when it's ready to. And there's lots of cards that are really good at getting rid of or bouncing. So like, I just like Sorian's in a bad place. Like bubble, yeah. bu- bubbles like Sorian. Like you saw <laughs> you saw his gun. He has bubble. He has dinosaurs all up in those bubbles. <laughs> does so it does um, so um. He's kind of scary. Like uh like bubbles is. Is a real deal. Like um, yeah, that's the card we broke, so I don't mind mentioning Mumples. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, yeah, yep. the uh, Star Alliance looks like it's got some decent stuff. Uh, I, I have little them. Little at, minutes, I have
0: but... I, I have them at third on my list. I know you said okay. Sanctum, but I had Star Alliance at third, Untamed, yeah. and then Sanctum. And I think yeah, that, Untamed. And, and I think Untamed
1: has some burst. Some weird power counter things. I don't. I don't know. Yeah,
0: they're 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 going to be a different kind of untamed. They're not. De- yeah. They're definitely not the like I'm just shooting amber and going crazy. But you have cards like uh, Keyfrog coming back, but you also have like cards like Internal Strife that's going to kill the Keyfrog for you. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, like you got Instant Keyfrog now, and that's kind of that's kind of crazy. That's like their new version of Chota, I guess that that little combo, but uh, the combo the Chota combo, but. Um, Thank God they didn't put an amber pip on internal strife. That would have been horrible. <laughs> but um, yeah, so there's all kinds of little things like they can do, and it's, it's like I said, it's kind of a different untamed. But I, I still think they're 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 like I don't mind untamed. I don't think they're busted. They're not lo- like I think logos and unfathomable are at a high high level, and then star alliance is like right behind them, and then we have a pretty good drop off with untamed and sanctum, and then shadows and the runner like way at the bottom is sorian. Yeah. that's 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 my thought process with it. And, yeah, um, I think that makes some sense. And especially after looking at all this stuff, like uh, I'm just like, man, like it's like shadows is not doing shadowy things, like yeah. Saurians are doing Saurian things without any protection. Like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, it's like they're definitely having uh, having issues as uh, as far as you know. You, you tell the Saurians all the time, you better remember your Ludo, your big dinosaur go out, but you better remember your Ludo. You better have your Scutum, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and. Uh, None of that exists anymore, so they're all they're out there just wag- wagging their tails around and gonna get themselves in trouble.
1: No, yep, yep, uh,
0: yep. it just turned us PG-13 kids. Um, but yep. anyway, so that like I mean, <laughs> g- you can go ahead and uh, give us another one. Like I, I gave you Barry Riches. I kinda, all right. I kind of mentioned bubbles, so I guess we'll just add that to the list right now because we don't need to talk about bubbles anymore. I I bubble the time I talk about you
1: bubble it. everything back to the top of the deck. Yeah. Yeah. Very useful. Pretty useful.
0: Well, he was my he, he was the card we cut too, so like it was, it was it, he, he's super special to me. <laughs> yeah,
1: he's cool. I like him. I like him. Yeah. So all right,
0: pick a house. Pick so a my... card.
1: Oh, there they are. That's the two guys. Second for. card on my list is Fage. This is a uh. logos, uh, a logos creature, three power, beast, robot, and it has this bonkers ability: your opponent's artifacts and creatures. Gain Omega. So, like, basically, if your opponent wants to do anything with creatures or artifacts without taking care of this guy, it just ends their turn. That's wow. It's rare, right? So you're not going to see it a, a ton. But I mean, if you get, uh, I mean, I mean, you get them out under taunt or get some protection on him, and they don't have a removal in their hand. Like, fight, I don't know. Fighting. It's just. It's just. I think this is going to be hard to deal with in certain situations like this is going to be uh, kind of like a, a restaguntus and in, situation in some cases.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I 100% agree. He was probably my like He's, he's, it's, that's probably my second favorite logos card. So and I'm pretty sure you'll. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm gonna stay away from logos because it seems like everything on your list is logos at this point. But uh, I got a lot of logos. So, but, so, uh... <laughs> so I'm going to. I'm going to go to other houses. Um. But um, okay. But uh, I'm pretty sure you'll say my other one soon. So but um, because okay. it's just stupid good. It's probably the best card in logos. Honestly. Um. But Chronophage was my second favorite house in logos card in logos because I think that card is just busted. Like I think it just does things. It makes your deck like have yeah. to respond, and you have to have a one card response. It's not like you can have a two card response so it's kind of scary yeah. it's kind of scary like um, I don't know like he gets on a board like after a clear or something or like early like yeah. first turn like now you're playing one card for the game until you catch up yeah so that's yeah first turn chronophage <laughs> it's like yeah.
1: wow so I don't have it open but it's- can you imagine like you're gonna have to like m- mulligan again like if you're worried about your opponent playing a chronophage first turn like do you mulligan out of good hands to to try to get your situation to uh, now, to now, take care of them.
0: Now, can read Corona Fage again, because I I know that I I can't just I'm not going to. Your find
1: opponents' it. artifacts and creatures gain Omega. Yeah.
0: So that yeah, that's just busted because it's one way. Your opponent, mm. like that's that hurts. That's so good. Mm-hmm. Like it's so good. Yeah. Um, that's that card is dumb good. I'm not gonna even like go into why that's good. If you can't figure out why that card is good, then you probably <laughs> are playing the wrong game. Um, <laughs> that, that 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 card is just dumb. Like it, that card is absolutely dumb. Um, and, uh-huh. and one of the reasons why Logos is number one because that's not even the best card in their group. <laughs> which is sad um but um i'm gonna shoot over to star alliance now um and visit there and um, we're gonna do a pair of Com officers because comm officers seem to be hot um it's like if you get title calm officer you're good and they have one called calm officer hangs and calm officer gross um, and what they are, are they're three power mm-hmm. uh creatures that when you play uh, one or the other um basically it jives with the other one. And the idea is Com Officer Hinges is play you may search your deck for Com Officer Gross reveal it and add it to your hand shuffle your deck, draw one card it's fight reap then is draw one card for each creature between Com Officer Gross and Com Officer Hing and then if you played Com Officer Gross, because they always come out in pairs right? The Gross is basically the same, if you play him you get to go find Hings and bring out Hings (laughs) and uh, whatever the name is going to be when it actually gets translated, but um, you reveal it and then you add it to your hand, shuffle your deck, then fight Reap, give a plus one power token for each creature between Com Officer Gross and Com Officer Hings. Um this is kind of like Mars, kind of good combo thing, right? Like, uh, it's thinning your deck because you're, you're getting to pull a card out. Um, you're getting two mm-hmm. creatures on the board, and you're getting lots of benefits if they survive. Like, if they're not instantly dealt with, one or the other is not instantly dealt with. You're in a bad place, like, um, because yep. that's a that's a pretty huge advantage, especially if you have a huge battle line. So imagine taking a turn where you play like taunt creatures or whatever, and you end your turn on the on the ends, and then the next turn you're able to play w- one on one side and One on the other side. Now you get all this value behind a taunt. Um, could be dangerous. Um, so I, I'm I'm pretty high on these guys. I don't think I don't know how great they'll be, but I think that they're pretty dang good. Like uh, I think they're going to be at least super fun, and um, I think they I, they could have tactical value for high level play.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it reminds me of Helms and Spears in some way. Where mm-hmm. sure, Spears doesn't survive that much, but if you can protect Spears and keep her alive. You could you could totally call Star Alliance on on a turn where you don't you don't have Star Alliance in your hand. You're just playing off board. Here you draw a whole ton of stuff uh, and uh, and and play out the additional Star Alliance cards you get. Um, and uh, there, there's a few deploy cards I- in this set. Um, so if you stick guys in the middle sometimes during other uh, other house turns, or even I don't know if there's deployed in Star Alliance, but it seems it seems. They seem good. They seem good.
0: Yeah, I think they're pretty cool. So that, that's my that's my my second pick. I went with the group since you took the first group. I liked.
1: Hmm. All right. So this this will be my last logos for a little while. Yeah, sure. Then maybe I'll come back to logos. We'll see. <laughs> so um. So mine is forgive or forget. Mm. So so this is interesting, right? This is the first one of the first cards we're talking about that is gives you an option.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So play choose one, archive two cards of different types from your discard pile, or purge up to two cards from each discard pile. Um, so like, both of those are really good effects, and you get to choose whichever one is better for you at the moment. All right. So archiving cards out of your discard pile so you get to reuse stuff that you've already used mm-hmm. or purging your opponent's pu- important cards and purging the junk that you don't want in your deck I, I mean it's sometimes it can be hard to choose because they're both just so good
0: well, I mean, you're gonna use whatever's best to, for your current situation, right? But yeah. There's a lot of these cards, and I think they're all pretty good. Like, um, yeah. Like, uh, there's some that obviously that one's like one of the better ones, but like, uh, mm-hmm. there's a, there's a lot of really good ones, and uh, Sanctum really had some nice ones, I, I thought, for what they're trying to do thematically. Um. So, um. Yeah. Like that one is definitely was on my list. That was one of the first cards I triple checked, um, as I thought was really, really good. But um, yeah, like. I can get behind that. That's fine. Uh, mm-hmm. Like th- those cards are pretty good. And uh, since we're on that topic, I think I am scrolling to the next card I'm going to bring out, uh, which I think is possibly one of the best unfathomable cards. Um, and that is corrosion, which is, oh yeah, uh, stupid good. Um, and Mm -hmm. it is basically, you get one amber, and then you get to choose one. You get to destroy an artifact, destroy an upgrade, or destroy a creature with armor. Um, (laughs) that's, like, the card I've always wanted, because, like, (laughs) uh, it lets me kill whatever, like, little knick-knack I want as, like, a trick, but it also gives me an amber, so it's never a dead card, it's always in play, um, and most likely it's always gonna have something to do with good value, so, um... Just this is not by any means like I win for playing it, but this is like a key component, like one of those glue cards that you really want a couple of in your deck, right? Like, if I could get two of these in my deck, I feel pretty happy. Um, mm-hmm. because I mean, I would be allowed to, you know, I'd be able to, uh, you know, have more choices. Basically, it's all about choices. Um, and it seems like this set with these kind of cards are giving you more and more choices. And this one's, I, I think, one of the only three choice ones, so um it's just really good like uh, it's rare so I don't know if you'll see too many with two but this is a cool a cool card and, and getting this card in multiples would be would be pretty powerful I think especially because it's in unfathomable and unfathomable is pretty gross all around so yeah I'm gonna go with corrode
1: absolutely now if if it was just purely get an Ember, destroy an artifact I mean it wouldn't it wouldn't have made this list for excitement but it'd still be a really good card but <laughs> being able to give you other options um the upgrade, makes it even better
0: the upgrade one is kind of important like i know yeah I, there's i know some people not want a huge about it, but how many people discombobulate on like a reassembling automaton or something like mm-hmm. you know like those, those combos that before where you couldn't get rid of them or a ghost form like you play ghost form on something yeah like yeah. you know these are real things that happen and uh now you have a way to deal with that directly um so with corrode and that's I, this card is really good. Um, nope. Don't have to listen to me. I hope you don't. Um, and you can just trade me all the corrode decks that you have. <laughs> um, but uh, the card, the the, the card is, is is really nice. I like it a lot, and uh, I think I'm going to be very happy if I can score me a couple of nice corrode decks.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Give me like two corrodes, five bubbles, and uh, that card that is like right next to bubbles. That is amazing. Uh, okay. Uh, what is the bubble okay. card i forgot but there's one that basically uh oh, brain dead where you basically just put all the cards on top
1: of their so that, now you're just giving away more cards
0: right i'm not saying it's good i'm just saying that with bubbles brain dead and corrode you can give me that all those and fill the house with it i'm happy and you'll be good
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, be very well, how about how about this one hmm. so so this is another uh linked special rarity and I'm actually not 100% sure I got this right, but I'm pretty sure I have the right cards linked here. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is another unfathomable... Uh, this is unfathomable now. Three cards, I think, that are uh, linked together, and they're kind of crazy. So again, excitement factor. So Dark Discovery mm-hmm. is is one yeah, of them. Yeah, and so it's yeah, play an yeah. ember, play, name, Two cards. It's an action. Name two cards. Discard the bottom two cards of your opponent's deck if they are the named cards. Purge Dark Discovery and forge a key at no cost. Ooh, forging a key at no cost is really, really good. But naming the bottom two cards of your opponent's deck—that's hard, right? No. Nope. Yeah, it's hard. No. Nope. But unless you have <laughs> other link cards that let you put stuff on the bottom of your opponent's deck, so what do we got? We got Drawn by the Depths. So, another action. Look at the top three cards of your opponent's deck. Discard one. Put one on the bottom. And put one on top. Okay. So, there's one card you've just put on the bottom of their deck. And then deep dive.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, another action. Play. Discard the top card of your opponent's deck. Put a creature that shares a house with a discarded card on the bottom of its owner's deck. So, there you go. You you were just able to basically select the two cards that go on the bottom of their deck. Now, maybe, maybe they can do something to to... Uh, to go ahead and rearrange or put something else on the bottom that you're not sure of, but, um, I don't know. This is just going to be super fun to pull off. And, uh, you know, it's not going to work every time, but when it does work, it's going to be awesome. And I, I think it's going to work a decent amount. It's pretty it's it's got pr- a little bit I, speed.
0: I think it will. And there's other cards that help it too. Um, in the mm. unfathomable. So I, I, think this one is a lot more dangerous than the other one. Um, but the drawn by depths card, like I wonder if they're always going to come with deep dive and dark discovery, or if there's going to be kind of like a tier system where you sometimes get all three, sometimes you only get two. Um, but I'm assuming it'll always be the three. So I'm really hoping to find a double of this, right? Get two drawn oh. by depths, and two oh. deep dives and two dark discoveries. Ah, that'd be so that, gross that would be I, I
1: explosive I combo are we gonna let that happen I, feel I like don't know let that happen. I, I
0: feel like <laughs> I feel like they shouldn't let that happen right yeah, yeah that is crazy. yeah that is they shouldn't crazy. it's already
1: kind of silly yeah it is
0: um but like since we're right here and the, the card is right next to like right between corrode and that um let's talk about omnipus um <laughs> th- th- you are know, this is a theme card right like a kind of fun but at the same time it's kind of dangerous um because you basically get an eight power creature with no armor that cannot fight but you play it and you discard the top eight cards of your deck um so therefore you are rushing through your deck um you are gonna then play each tentacle from your discard pile, pile one at a time I don't know how many tentacles are gonna come with an omnipus but I'm guessing up to eight <laughs> yeah so uh yeah. So, that could be a lot. So like, uh, and then you basically get the ability with that to reap, uh, reap, and you gain one amber for each friendly tentacle. And then the tentacle itself is a three-power creature with no armor, taunt, skirmish, and it cannot reap. So you have like basically an omnipus, and then you get to put tentacles all around it to protect it. And then it's basically Uh an amber engine with little fighters to basically ward off the things that you're trying to get to it with. And it's an eight-power creature. Like, it's not weak. So (laughs) this has potential to be kind of busted, like, uh, depending on what comes with it kind of thing. But uh, for a creature, like a big creature, if you're a big creature fan, this is the big creature, like, one of the big creatures of the set that are just really, really good. Yeah. and there's so many more but we're not going to try to get into everything but uh so I'll pass it back to you cuz I yeah. could I could sidebar all day on this this set is dumb it's like really really this is good. cool i
1: i had this on my list too you know it's just i am just excited to have a deck with this in it there's there's a lot of rare cards in this set where i'm like ooh i, I have to have a deck with that right mm-hmm. and i don't know maybe they're trying to get you to <laughs> just well, i'll just buy another another display box to see if i can can pull that rare <laughs>
0: Yeah, I I,
1: um, I I honestly think that
0: uh, this is their, like, their re-release, right? This is like Coda Two, um, where it's like they wanted to have something that was going to be really fun and special for when we come back to organized play. And I think this set is that. Like, uh, I can't be mad at the things I've seen in this set. It's going to be super yeah. f- super strong. And I just kind of I'm curious to get playing against older decks and see, yeah, the power level, the real power level, right? Um, because I think that some of these decks are going to be just bonkers. Like, absolutely bonkers. Like, like Library Access kind of, like, bonkers. Like, back when Library Access was not nerfed. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of potential for those kinds of combos and stuff. So, I'll let you uh, pick another card to talk about. and uh, we'll Yeah,
1: go. let me scroll back. All right, so I just talked about right, Discovery. So, then... Oh, all right, so we already talked about Corrode. So, I'm now going to talk about... Question mark, question mark, question mark. Oh, no, there's only two question marks. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what number? So apparently, we don't know. It's number 336.
0: Yep, he's on um, my list.
1: <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, yeah, I figured this one would be on your list. Uh, so, it is a unfathomable action card. It is uncommon. Uh, kind of like a similar to another uncommon card in, in some ways. So, gives you an amber pip to play it. Play. Return a creature to its owner's hand. Okay. Pretty good. If the tide is high, return four creatures to their owners' hands instead. So, if you have the high tide, this is even better than than Nature's Call. And uh, you know, you can always, even if it's not high right now, you can always pay three chains to 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 get it on your side. And there's gonna be times where bouncing three extra dudes of either your opponent's or yours is gonna be worth that three chains, like no brainer. And yep, wow! This is just this is Ocean's
0: call. Ocean's call. (laughs) 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 I'll name it for you guys. There you go. There you go. But uh, yeah, I'm a big fan. Put that with my bubbles deck. I'm good with it. Like add the bubbles with the 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 brain deads and the uh, (laughs) this and that other card. Like yeah. We're good. Um, That deck would be good. I don't care what else was in my deck. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. All right. So I'm going to jump into a different house, I guess. We've been kind of hanging out in Unfathom. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Because Unfathomable is obviously going to be really good. It's the first time we've Mm -hmm. seen them, so they're not going to come out weak. They don't do that in in Keyforge. So Um, I'm going to jump back to Star Alliance. Um, Star Alliance has a card called Accessory. Um, and, uh, basically it's going to be more than just accessory because it's like a double name in German or whatever this is, or maybe Polish. Yeah, it's from Polish. But, uh, basically it says you get one Amber for playing it. It's an item. And basically, uh, players cannot choose the same house as they did on their last turn. So this is like a Snag's mirror, but I think it's better. It's going to be better because Star Alliance can, can really, uh. You know like it, it can kind of sit in itself like a lot of times but with something a card like this and the right kind of like setup you're gonna be forcing your opponent to not just like go i'm gonna stay unfathomable for the whole game because i have an octopus you can't do that anymore because now this card is basically saying nope you, you picked star alliance last turn or you picked unfathomable last turn you can't pick it again and i i think that there's gonna be a pretty good value on that right like um as far as like making people have to change houses and stuff like that it's kind of tactical in the idea too where, like if you knew like let's say you're playing against old coda and you know that that this turn is coming right you play this you're just like you might control the weak me once but you can't control the weak me twice <laughs> that's mm-hmm. ki- that's kind of huge like uh, it's pretty good um, so this is probably like the the second most uh, like useful card i can think of in starlines so Yeah, this one. Yeah, as far as
1: like the news (laughs) at. Yeah, this seems seems pretty interesting. Do I wonder? Do you feel like it's almost the value of this card is almost more important what your opponent has versus what versus what you have, or is there like certain builds that you you really want? I I don't. There probably is. I don't know. This one's interesting to me. This 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 is going to be best in a balanced deck
0: like a deck that has three houses that play well together. So mm-hmm. at the top, top end, this card is super good. Like at the medium level, low level, um, could be really good um, because you're going to make people play bad houses and stuff like that. But I don't know, like I, it might be even worse like for those people because like if you're stacked up in one house and you have two bad houses and all of a sudden you can only go to your, your key house, like, you know, like you're going to your World's Collide house, you can only go to it once every other turn. It's right. not it's not as good as just playing Saurian forever with Spartosaur or something, right? right. Like or Star Alliance or yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like I think this card is uh is pretty dang good. And this is why right. it's star- this is one of the card reasons why uh cards why I put Star Alliance as number 3 cuz I think cards like this are going to be kind of in the meta, right? Like I think. But, yeah. Yeah, interesting stuff for sure. Yeah. So, here we go. Cool. All right, I stopped, well, I, I stopped counting. I'm just watching the clock at this point. <laughs> yeah, totally
1: wise. Uh, so I you briefly mentioned this card. So it is an unfathomable card. It is Brain Drain, mm-hmm. Pan ember. It's a, a common action. Look at your opponent's hand. Choose one card from their hand and put it on top of their deck. Mm-hmm. Right. So, uh, so yeah, taking away their key card and delaying it for a turn is good. But just knowing what they have next turn and playing this at the beginning of your turn and looking oh they you know they have a board wiper no they haven't or they have their their Martian generosity or they don't like having that information mm-hmm. and removing one card temporarily from their hand mm-hmm. is I think it's gonna be really good mm-hmm. so uh, I'm I'm excited to, to try this one and uh, mess around with it I, I think it's gonna be very very useful and very annoying to your opponent
0: yeah I agree and I, I already said my part about that card and how much I like it so I agree 100%, but I'll take us back to Star Alliance again, and I will mention my favorite card in Star Alliance at this point because of the fact that there are ways to basically bomb keys off in this set, and that is Cease Forge. Uh, One Amber, Mm. it's a law, uh, you put it into play with two time counters on it, and as long as uh, there's a time counter on it, Paliers cannot forge keys. Not skip your key phase, or not. you cannot forge keys. So <laughs> if you're setting yep. up for if you're setting up for that big, I'm about to win, I'm about to get there, and like you get cease forged, you're screwed. Um, and I like it. Like I think it's it's going to be a great card. Um, I think it's going to have very uh, big consequences, especially like um, if your opponent's about to win the game, you could literally put them on hold for two turns to find an answer. So. Um, Again, like in a really good house too with Star Alliance. So, like, uh, pretty pretty excited to see some ceasefire decks going.
1: Yeah, this, yeah. yeah so, <laughs> this seems so strong, right? The key cheats don't help them, right? Mm-hmm. And and you could build up that ember, right? Maybe you just forge your second key, you throw this down, you give yourself two turns, and then if they don't have a deal way to deal with it, um, right at the start of your turn, remove a counter. So then you remove the counter and then you go to your forge key phase, so you, you could just win. So, I super powerful. I I, I almost wonder. Yeah, I, I don't know, but I wonder if this is gonna gain some uh, some notoriety in the in the vein of uh, like Heart of the Forest, um, where I, people I say, think, "Well, I, you, you I played don't, it." And I don't now. think.
0: I don't think so because it's a two turn stall, right? Like, it's a two-turn mm-hmm. stasis. Um, and I'm pretty sure that, like, it's not gonna ever stack with anything, because it's rare to start with, but, like, uh, like so, like, if you play one cease Forge early, like, you're just losing, like, you're losing the value of it, right? Like, it's a very... Sure, we'll see with of the Forest, It's, right? it's, it's, it's a very... No, because Heart of the Forest, I could play it turn one, you don't have an answer to it, I can play around you the rest of the game and the is over. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like you know, I just played in my outs to win. Um, with cease Forge, like, you have a two-turn, like clock and it's like you have to have this at the right time because if you go too early then you're wasting a turn like you know you could be wasting a, a time counter um sure and and you don't want to do that right like and you don't want to put it like at the wrong time where like you know uh, you, like you get an early game it's kind of bad like because you're gonna either have to hold it or you're gonna have to play it for an amber and like just lose your time counters like if yeah. you, it, there, there is like this is going to be a tactical card like it's not one that you just like throw out whenever you feel like throwing out um so with that like i think that it like i said in the highest level decks this is going to be super super good um Definitely. but like there's going to be decks where it's just not that great too so um sure but, sure but but the power level of the card itself is is insane so
1: yeah i it was on my list for sure it's uh yeah it's it, it's pretty good it's pretty good yeah, so I'll
0: let you go again.
1: All right. Okay. So let's uh, let's talk about a new house, and um, let's talk about an evil twin card, which is a thing we we haven't done yet. Um, there actually wasn't a huge amount of evil twins that that made it onto my list. I had three. Um, you had three. Okay. Okay. I uh, uh, well here here here's what I think the 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 evil twin that excited me the most.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it is a untamed card it is witch of the dawn yeah
0: i knew that yeah
1: yeah yeah three power witch uh play destroy another friendly creature if you do play a different creature from your discard pile ready and use that creature okay so sure you you sacrifice one of your creatures uh, and then you just play a card from this card pile, right? So, so that's pretty cool. So it's it's got sort of your exhumed pa- uh, effect, right? So, you know, you get the play effect from that card potentially. So, so that's good. But wait, like, what if it's a reap or a fight effect that you really want? Well, yeah, it comes in ready, and you get to you get to use them. Mm-hmm. So almost no matter what that card is, if it's got a good, as long as it has a good ability on it, throwing down which of the dawn is going to be going to be really good. So, uh, I, I, I like him. Her? I guess it's a beard. It's probably a him. Yeah, definitely a him. <laughs>
0: yeah i i think uh that card is pretty fantastic i like both versions too like most of the dark uh the dark twins i liked had two good versions like kind of like sea urchin like uh that's one that was broke a while ago where it's like the the regular versions one card that you one amber that you capture or steal or whatever but on the on the evil twin it's double so that that's pretty cool um but that like yeah it's it's okay i don't think it's gonna be great like i said shadows i think is pretty Pretty low on my level, um. But the Shadows does have one card that I'm.
1: Oh, sorry. One real quick. One thing about the Witch of the Dawn I should mention mm-hmm. is that the uh, the other side of the Witch of the Dawn, the non evil twin side, is a common. Mm-hmm. So when we think, I think, when you've got an evil twin deck, there could be multiples of Witch of the Dawn, uh, evil twin in there, uh, probably without too much difficulty, uh, which just I really like. So
0: that'd be scary. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a really good card. But so in Shadows, there was one card that stuck out to me that was new, um, and I think it's probably the best Shadows card in my opinion, Um as far as like a new card that is uh, going to be interesting. And it's a card called Wide Sp- Wide Spread Corruption. Um, so it's yeah. one amber and it's a power um, and after a player gains amber by reaping their opponent captures that amber onto a creature they control so as long as your opponent has creatures in play um, you can basically stash your amber off on their creatures until you're ready to kill them and get them back. So I think that this card has potential to be really neat because there's a lot of killing stuff in the shadows versus, like, all the traditional steel and stuff. So, like, uh, I think that there is a lot of value then with, like, you know, the sack of coins and the, uh, the you know, the booby traps and the other random stuff that they got going on. Um, so I think that... Um, I think that there's gonna be some kind of value in this card. Um, mm-hmm. I want there to be because this card is kind of <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of crazy, right? Um, and I can only yep. I can only picture a world where somebody with a nice widespread cor- corruption deck runs into somebody with a really nice Saurian Captura deck, or the uh, or the Curiosaurus. Kind of, <laughs> yeah, the Curiosaurus, like uh, with the Amphora Captura, and like you just have this stupid long game that is just gonna be <laughs> intensely like crazy to play um i want to see that game um but either mm. way i don't want to play in that game but i want to see it. No. And, uh and I,
1: you I, want to I, play it at one and a half speed or something right yeah <laughs> um
0: but yeah so i think that, that that card is really good uh widespread corruption i, I kind of like the idea of it and that's just like yeah that's tr- that's like probably the only card in shadows i think that was really stick out to me other than maybe like The cute cards like the Dead Man's Chest. There's like one for them, like, and then there's like there's the chest for them, and there's like a a relic for the Untamed that are kind of the same kind of thing. But those are cute cards. I'm not sure if they're actually playable. um, Like, I I agree. I agree. But
1: uh, yeah, widespread corruption is rare. But yeah, it's definitely the game warping effects. Like this is this is a card, sort of like when Curiosaurus first came out. I'm like, I I gotta practice playing with and against this card because it, it it just it doesn't work the way that you necessarily think by default, but mm-hmm. if you play against it a bunch, you play with it a bunch, you can really use it to your advantage. So yeah. I like it. It's a good pick. Yeah.
0: So you give me another one. we We got about so... 10 minutes left. So how 10
1: minutes? You? All, right, all right, here we go. So I got... Um, let's do a Sanctum card. So uh, let's do an Artifact. Dry the River. Each creature gains. While the tide is low, this creature cannot reap. So, uh, this is going to be pretty good, particularly against other sets, right? Because basically, Mm -hmm. your opponent's gonna have to spend three chains if they want to reap with their dudes, which can really just just crush uh, some decks. So, I I think this this is super powerful, and and uh, in set, right, Uh, with with the right set of other cards i think this can also be very good Mm -hmm. um but it's another one where it's like okay you really have to uh value out um you know is it worth bending the chains or do i hold cards to to play the tie to change the tie at the right moment i I think it's gonna add a really interesting element to it
0: yeah I, i i agree i think uh this is one of my favorite sanctum cards um yeah, yeah, it is. It's my only four star, or like my four star one. Um, so. Um, I kind of like I, on the lights of Sanctum. Since you're in Sanctum, uh, I kind of like Red Handed Registry a little bit, yeah. but uh, I don't think it's great. I think it's just cute. Like, uh, it's I think it's a cute card that will have its moments, but uh, it's not as good as Dry the River. Dry the River is probably is easily the best card I think in Sanctum. That's not one of the split cards. They have the best, the most useful split cards for what their theme is. I think they have like three or four of them that are really good. Um, oh, what's this one?
1: Uh, you should mention, since you mentioned Red Hand Registry, people just probably don't know off the top of their head, we should probably mention that it is an artifact in Sanctum. One Ember, when you play it, it's a law artifact. After Ember is stolen from you, your opponent skips the Forge a Key step during their next turn.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's uncommon, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Mm-hmm. And uh, so basically, <laughs> your opponent can't just steal and then win on their next turn, which is... uh. I think really interesting. Yeah. Now,
0: I'm kind of curious. I didn't do a count, but I'm kind of curious that if Sanctum, like it looks like they have a lot more knights this go around as well. Um, so hmm. that means that the epic quest is going to be a little bit better. So that's kind of neat.
1: Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. I didn't even look at that.
0: Yeah. So um, that's cool. So I guess we got about eight more minutes. So back to me. Yeah. All right. Go ahead.
1: Alright, so alright. So I alright, so the next one, I wanted to pick a card that I I was like, nobody's talking about a card. I want to find the card nobody's talking about that isn't necessarily amazing, but I think will is gonna perform better than it, it might at first glance. So so I, I wanted to pick whatever that card might be. Mm-hmm. So my pick for that is Embervac. So it is a Star Alliance upgrade, and you play it, it's common, you play it, it raises the tide. That seems really useful. And then this creature gains, at the start of your turn, if the tide is high, capture two. Mm -hmm. So I think you're going to start, you could have a few of these, you're going to start pulling Ember from your opponent, they're going to have reason to turn the tide away if they can't kill these guys, and just getting the tide on your side is super useful. So um, a common way to pull the tide with key control, with ember control, I I I don't know. This is my pick for more useful than it might first seem. Not, you know, the best card by any means, but that's what I went with. That's cool. Well what since, do you think?
0: Since um it's cool. <laughs> like uh, <laughs> I'm not, right. I'm not, I'm not as as excited about that card as you are. But um, since this mm-hmm. is probably going to be my last card, because we are at the hour mark and we don't want to go too long and make people tired. Um, but final analysis and logos is crazy good um probably one of my favorite logos cards and you didn't mention it so that was surprised um but i'm sure it's on mm. your list um because yeah, you yeah, play it it's good you destroy each creature and then each player draws a card for each creature they controlled that was destroyed this way um mm-hmm. huge logos turn like uh <laughs> with, mm-hmm. with, with with that uh totally cracks open a, a, a state and you're the first person that gets to come back playing on that too um disgusting like this card is absolutely bonkers um easily the best card i think in logos and that says a lot because there's a lot of really good cards in logos um but Uh if i had to pick one to to say you know is the oh my god what the hell are you doing card in logos it, it would be that one because uh it's just enabling your deck to move faster it's enabling you to get the first shot back at your opponent after they draw a bunch of cards um so I could just see this being really really busted especially with phase shift back um, and like I don't know hitting a punctuated equilibrium off of a phase shift after sure. you do it like like okay there you go like you had this huge hand cuz you had we had a huge board but now I'm just going to make you drop all that after I play all my crap and get six more card like oh my god like you're through your deck in two uh, cards like that's nuts um, That's common. Yeah, and it's common. So yeah barf on me that card shouldn't be, uh, never have been printed, but
1: <laughs> uh, yeah this one there's just so many good locust cards uh, it it yeah it's good it's yeah. very good.
0: I'm gonna use that to play my chrono Phage and uh just
1: keep, yeah continue, continue <laughs> on. have all those cards, but now you're Omega, yeah yeah
0: oh, and by the way, uh, data forge is in this set too folks um yeah, why yeah. Why and forgive and forget? We, talk, we talked about that, right? I think. No, uh, did you mention? Yeah, you mentioned forgive and forget. Yeah, I mentioned forgive and forget. So, so, yeah, so yep. you, you get to you get to draw two cards off of that. too what the hell? Let's just keep going. Let's just draw our whole deck and because we played logos, no other reason. Then, I called yeah. logos and I I'm going to draw my whole deck. Thanks.
1: And then maybe you'll play it again because you played think twice. Yeah, I was gonna which say. is a <laughs> which is another great one on my list, right? Yeah. So it's a uncommon action card out of logos. Play. Uh, play effect. Play an action card from your discard pile, then purge it. So of any house, right? Uh, um, get you know getting that key card again at the right moment, uh, is just really strong. Play, and you can play. pick anything.
0: And playing a second final analysis after you populate your board with more logos creatures just to get yeah. all, get all of it draw out of your cards. deck. Then Maybe
1: you- draw the cards that you just killed before and get them back in your hand so you can play all those play <sighs> effects again.
0: And it's all for science. <laughs> For the remainder of your turn, you gain one amber each time you play another action card. What are you doing, FFG? <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, I'm done with Logos. I'm not going back. <laughs> I'm, I'm done.
1: There's some good stuff. Uh, very, very good stuff.
0: I can see some really busted decks coming out of this. Yeah, like, yeah. Absolutely. Sci- For sure. Science is not fun. I don't care what Bill Nye says. Logos has proven No? It- science is good. I like science. Logos has proven it wrong. Mm. it's not fun Mm. it's not gonna be fun for the people having to sit through these turns Um, we're back to library access again you should just unban it like unalpha it but anyhow yeah Um, yeah, so that's pretty much almost the end of the show is there any card that you just feel you have to get off your Uh, chest
1: I guess I didn't mention a shadows card so I did pick one shadows card Hmm. Um, cautious or reckless so it's uh, an uncommon action Mm -hmm. choose one archive any number of friendly creatures from play mm-hmm. uh, and then choose a creature or right. Choose a creature, deal one damage to that creature for each ember your opponent has in their pool. Mm-hmm. Versatile, right? There's times you want to uh, archive a bunch of your dudes to play them again or save them mm-hmm. for the right time. So that seemed like it could be a good one. Could be useful out of shadows.
0: Yeah. And I, I guess I, I don't think I actually named a, a true untamed card. So mm. I, I will go with Waste Knot. Um, that card is pretty good. It's one raw, like one raw amber, and you play it. You destroy a friendly creature, draw cards equal to half of its power, rounded up. Um, yeah, that's that's an engine card. So that's really cool. An honorable mention to Old Patty, Um I just like <laughs> I, I just like the theme of that card. That card is really oh cool. yeah, little
1: fisherman, fisherman bear. Yeah, it's cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, oh. there's some big dudes right for Waste Knot, right? Yeah. Uh, Like there's some big unfathomable guys, right? Like ten power and stuff.
0: Yeah. And you have like uncommon like cards like Ambermancy that are gonna basically let you play an amber and then you play it and you get three plus one counters uh, on a creature. Or no, you remove it from and then you gain one for each. Never mind. Ambermancy is the opposite one. There's another one. Um, There's one that puts three counters on it. I can't remember what it was off the top of my head. I just looked at Ambermancy and I was like, oh nope, I read that one backwards. But,
1: uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, hold on. Isn't there that 100 power, 100 armor guy?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. So you could play that with Waste Not, right? Now uh, <laughs> I think about it. Yeah. That one, you know, having a 100 power, 100 armor guy is, uh, not necessarily.
0: It's not that bad
1: to get accurate, it out. great. But, you know, it's not that hard. I mean, hard. I would play with this card, <laughs> it's not
0: that hard to get it out like uh Mm -hmm. it's like six six trips i think like six pings something yeah i don't remember yeah so many good cards in this set dude like we're at an hour we're at an hour and we could talk for another hour on. we could we could
1: so much good stuff i'm excited i'm excited can't wait for my uh my boxes to come in Mm -hmm. just dig into them have a good time
0: you're gonna sink or swim with it
1: yes (laughs) (laughs) Both. Simultaneously. Yeah.
0: Don't get caught in the maelstrom. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'll think twice before getting caught. How about that? Uh,
0: I guess that's okay. Just Don't answer, <laughs> the, don't answer the call of the void.
1: Uh, well, as long as I pull the chosen one. Uh, that's a card yeah, we didn't talk about. And <laughs>
0: as long as the tidal wave doesn't get you and you're sleeping okay. with the dishes.
1: <laughs> They're like, how, how long are they going to go for? Yeah, uh, we could
0: go all night. Um, yeah. <laughs> not, not even a murmur. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> The, the, yeah. But anyhow, better,
1: uh, better bury my riches before. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Throw this all in the trench. but they yeah, uh, anyway, so. <laughs> that so. card is great. Um, <laughs> yeah, but anyway, so we just went through almost the rest of the set for you, um, in punning each other. But uh, that, like, if you haven't looked at the spoilers yet, I don't know why you're listening to this and not doing it. Um you but just, yeah, just uh, spoil. <laughs> but uh, like uh. This set is going to be extremely fun. Um, there's a lot of really cool things to chase and see how they come out and like what you can find. Um, I think this is going to be really good for Keyforge. Um, I think it's going to bring other people in to the mix a little bit. And uh, the, like newer players are going to feel like this game has evolved quite a bit. Uh, older players probably return to, to, to see what it's like too. Um, especially with the, the, the game that we were talking about that they got coming out, like kind of showing some expansion and some love um and honestly like i think this is gonna make a great sealed set for sure other than the logos like logos is breaking everything <laughs> um that
1: logos is just dumb i
0: hope that the the algorithm has some kind of like guidance for please don't break the game
1: um mm-hmm. but or we should ostracize them otherwise yeah
0: i'm sorry about that but <laughs> we really shouldn't uh we shouldn't go down that imperial road we don't know what will forge from it yeah. Oh. <laughs> we'll kno- just have to wipe it clear. Who knows what Saurian treasures might lie there. It... Uh... It's like, is it going to heal or harm the game? I don't know. Okay. You might engulf it. Alright, let's cleanse this wave. Let's end the end episode. <laughs> 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 Anyhow. Uh... Anyhow. So first and last, not or. Um, And we are out of here. This is Jupiter from Manlius, New York, A.K.A. the Fifth Planet keyforge Hope you enjoyed this one. It was crazy. It was fun to look at.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a lot of fun put together. So, and this is uh, this is Drascor. Happy forging, everyone. Yep, catch you guys on the flip side.